Ginger Rod, Ginger, Ginger Rod, Ginger. Ginger has red hair, so does Alex. And welcome to Ginger on Ginger, the show where two redhead comedians choose a word, phrase, or concept and then talk about it through their gingery lens. I'm Jacob Gubby. And I'm Alex Tate. This week's episode is brought to you by Smith and Sons Funerals. Just lose a loved one but want to keep the party going? Call up Smith and Sons Funerals. Smith and Son will both show up to your venue and install everything you need to make a funeral fun. Mini golf, cornhole, beer pong, you name it. Their inventory even boasts six bouncy houses. That's six bouncy houses, Alex. And one of them even has a minaret. Smith & Sons only has 2.3 stars on Google, but they want us to assure you that the one-star reviews are only from the funerals they showed up to by mistake. So call Smith & Sons Funerals. The party won't be dead for long. Wow, there's a lot to unpack there. Dude, I lost, my, I lost it at Minaret. I don't know why that was so funny to me. Why did you add that? Because <laughs> it made me laugh while I was writing it. Okay, um, can you put the body with you in the bouncy house? Is that allowed? Yeah, I don't see why not. To just like bounce their corpse around. I mean, you're kind of an expert when it comes to funerals and stuff these days, right? Though, like, the, yeah. I mean, you went out and did that gig. Yeah, I think that? that's yeah, that's well, what not... that was based off of. Yeah. Was me DJing oh, lovely. a funeral. You did yeah. DJ a funeral. Yeah, yeah. As First a... year as a wedding DJ, you did weddings and a funeral. Yeah, no, I've been... oh, and, a, and a dinner party for like two people. And a dinner party for like two people. A high school prom. Um... Hashtag versatility. God yeah, damn. no, right. absolutely. The weird thing, same playlist for all of them. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Get Low was on every single playlist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Sometimes they didn't make it that far in the playlist. Uh, but, yeah, uh, right, at the funeral, right, we did. Right. It was a good one. Right, right, right. Yeah. Get Low literally. I mean, he, he, can't, he can't get lower than that, though. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So, Alex, uh, Sam has taken your spot. By the way, everybody, this is Sam Dacios. He is my boss at the company that I DJ for. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I, I think we're friends, though, too, right? We're he's, friends. He's I mean, the we're, manager. We're, we're, we're friends before anything else. We, uh, we sort of gambled one night at uh, West Side Lanes together. <laughs> sort of. Yeah, it was sort it of was gambled. A... So like you played some Kino? Yes. Yeah. Uh, so much. Uh, basically, Jacob watched me gamble and then had like a five dollar bill that he made last for like 25 minutes or something like that. Yeah. Th- does that not sound like me, Alex? That yeah. sounds I was like, that's the most Jacob shit I've ever heard in my <laughs> life. He just like clung on to it. And there's like, what's the table minimum? And they're like 50 cents. He's like, I bet that. <laughs> right no i mean this this dude was out here playing buffalo betting five cents at a time you know just doing it yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? yeah 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 that all checks out i'm kind of with him though i feel like most of the time if my friends get together for like oh lads night we're playing poker i will make it to second place almost every single time because i just don't do anything and then when it comes time to like actually bet then i don't know how to play poker at all and i lose but i'll get second place like most of the time you're just folding, 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 folding. Every yeah, every time, every time. The only time I bet something is when I have something, and then people the, the rest right. of them fold. So I get a little bit of I just get like the anti pot, and I'm like, ah, right. idiots! I have just tripled my income. Yeah, because they know how you're betting, right? I mean, you're never gonna you're never gonna yeah. bluff. No, 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 no. And one time I tried bluffing, and they were like, one of my friends was like, horse shit, and I lost like half my money, and I was like. Uh. <laughs> Yeah, a two seven, you know, see like pocket kings out there. You're like, shit, I'm fucked. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Alex, we have a first for Ginger on Ginger, and I want you to be able to enjoy it. Ooh. Sam is the first guest we've brought on that knows anything about football and might be able to discuss it with you for a minute. Oh my goodness! Amazing. I was just gonna say, you're like, how was your day today? I won my fantasy football league last. No shit. So did I. Wait yeah, a minute. Boom. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Why the hell does your fantasy league go until week 18? Whoever the yeah. commission. 
That makes no sense, and the it's, commissioner should be reprimanded for that. It's just a disaster. Everyone's team by week 18 was such a nightmare. People were just pulling people off the benches. Other people were just like, <laughs> right, because for J- for Jacob and for the crowd uninitiated, which is the vast majority of people who listen to this podcast, um, <laughs> the the good teams all sit their good players for week 18. So you have to like pull random ass players that have never played a snap in their life randomly right third third stringers that are suddenly starters that's why fantasy season should never go until the last week it should always stop one week before the last week of the regular season so wait did you win alex because you had a shit team that just happened to pay off in the last week I I mean a little bit. I started a tight I started a tight end who I hadn't started all week in and he scored me 24 points, which again that means nothing to a lot of people, but some people will be surprised by that. That's so. a lot of points. Who yeah. which who was it? Tyler Higby for the Rams. Oh, yes, sir. Well, I'm a Rams fan, so there's two tutties for you, so I mean, you're welcome. Yeah. <laughs> the end of the game wasn't fun for me, but you know, it is what it is. No, are you a Rams fan? I am a Rams fan. I am as well. I was originally born in St. Louis, so I just ah. fo- I was a fan of them when they were in St. Louis, and then I just followed them I've from been, there. I've been to the Edward Jones Dome millions of times. That's and, what the dome is called? The Ed- well, it St. was Louis? the Edward Jones Dome, and now it's just like the Dome of America or something. Oh. That's almost like a porno. but Yeah, um, that's who I have but, a Roth IRA with, is Edward Jones. <laughs> oh, well, there you go. Well, so there, there's a Rams connection there. But All yeah, right. I've been to St. Louis a... Uh, Def, not a million times, but definitely about six or seven for games. I oh, love, there you I, go. I, I loved it there, yeah. That now makes two Rams fans in the state of Montana. I literally <laughs> thought I was the only one. <laughs> nope. No, sir. I'm a huge Rams fan. I actually went to that Monday night game in Arizona a couple of weeks ago. So, oh, nice. Yes, sir. I was, was there good game for that. Too. Oh, that was a hell of a game. Sorry, we're, ta- we're taking this podcast no. over with Sports Talk right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. This is it's now, Alex's uh, podcast, too. It's okay. This is now right. a Los Angeles Rams podcast. Talk <laughs> right, to me about right. how if Matthew Stafford throws one more interception, I'm going to fucking climb through the TV and strangle him. See, and I thought Jared Goff had untimely turnovers. Staff's turnovers, I mean, a lot of it is based off his offensive line having giving him no protection. Against the Niners, at least, he barely had any time to get rid of the ball. But yeah, um, there's been some other games where the turnovers have just been so damn untimely. It reminds me of Goff, but overall, Stafford is such an improvement. Oh, yeah, I mean, Jared Goff. Su- such an blows. improvement. Blows. I can't believe he's still starting in the NFL. He deserves to be a backup quarterback. Well, um, he's a lion, so, I mean, is he starting? You know? Right. Pretty <laughs> he's a lion. Not. You know, it's right, embarrassing. Right. Although they beat you the said Packers. he's a lion? He is a lion. From Detroit. From Detroit. Oh, I got it's it. weird. Okay. It's weird. Yeah, you know. <laughs> Good job. You know. Yeah, yeah, thank you. And have the Raiders moved to Las Vegas yet? <laughs> they have, and okay. they made the playoffs. All right. And they were also in the greatest regular season game you'll ever see in your life occurred last night for them to make yeah. the playoffs. I was yeah. going to say, in an absolute fucking batshit bonkers game that made no yes. sense at all and would have been mutually beneficial. Jacob, you'll enjoy this. Yeah. It would have been mutually beneficial if both teams kneeled down every single play and didn't play the game. A tie would have seen both teams into the playoffs, but instead the Raiders decided to win for no fucking reason. <laughs> well, well, the funny thing about that is they went into overtime and the Raiders were content with letting the clock run out because sure. it was going to be a tie. Both teams make the playoffs. It would have knocked the Steelers out. The Chargers called timeout, though, as the Raiders were trying to run the clock out. So the Raiders said, okay, so I guess we got to run one more play. Yeah. Well, that play that they ran ended up getting them a shit ton of yards, and then they were close enough to kick a field goal. Might as so well. So they're like, 
all right, we'll win now. <laughs> so the Chargers could have had a playoff spot, but they're like, nah, we're good. That's funny. I like they, that. It, was it, wasn't, it was insanity. The, the, the announcers for the game was like, what is going on? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Twitter was hilarious the entire time. See, too. that's kind of how I know a little bit. I've, I've seen the name Jared Goff pop up a few times. <laughs> I sucks. have a few people in my Twitter that are like in the football sphere. Right. And so I, I Why get are they talking about pieces. Jared Goff? I don't know. But I've Nobody should be talking about Jared Goff. <laughs> right, right. Jared Goff looks like um, he's like half asleep at all times. He looks like sleepy Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Sleep, Costco sleep. Ryan Gosling. Costco, okay. So, so now uh, Jacob is Googling Jared Goff. And <laughs> now, do you see it now? <laughs> yeah, he does look like Costco Ryan Gosling. <laughs> yeah. I mean, hey, we did make a Super Bowl with Jared Goff, so I mean, not trying to talk too much. Not trying also to talk too much shit Bowl. here. Yeah, three three points. Was yeah. it his fault? Um, it was our. It was Sean McVay's fault. It was Sean McVay's fault. Yeah, yeah. Sean McVay got outcoached. He got outcoached by Belichick, but yeah, it is what it is. Oh, well. Sean McVay is a very attractive man too. I just want to throw that out there. I'm straight, but you know, got to give credit where credit's due. He's a good looking guy. He's like five foot six. He he reminds me of like this little weird Energizer Bunny. <laughs> All right, so now Jacob is looking up Sean McVay. That'd be MC. Oh, there you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's a yeah. He's yeah. like five foot six. Got a faux hawk. I gotta disagree with the attractiveness so of Sean McVay. He's a good looking. He's five ten, Alex. He just looks five six next to all his players. He's a good. Guy. That's incredible. He looks so small next to him. Oh, dude. Next to a, all those, he's only an inch shorter than me, and he look looks at that. Look at that so tiny. Yeah. He's got a powerful head. You know, yeah. he, he actually has Chisel a jawline, jaw. which is nice. Chisel jaw, you know? Yeah, Sam and, and, that's, I, and that's a supermodel girlfriend from yeah, Ukraine, too. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah. Okay, there you go. All three of us have beards because we don't have jawlines. So that's fair. I yeah. can appreciate a good jawline. Right, that's fair, that's fair, that's fair. <laughs> he, uh, he's famous, not famous for, he's famous for being a good coach, but uh, the, they did the draft uh, virtually. <laughs> and so they kept like cutting back to Sean McVay and Sean McVay's house is in a mansion, basically ridiculous. Dude. And everyone was like, yo, where the fuck is Sean McVay right now? Whenever the Rams <laughs> had the draft and it's just this absolutely gorgeous home in like the Beverly Hills. Well, remember Cliff Kingsbury the fi- the, the next year? Feet yeah. up, feet up, just beautiful pool outside, just trying to one up it. I love just it. Try to, yeah, it's now become like a competition to flex their house muscles for the virtual draft. I yep. would love to go the other way and and like, you know, take a call from like the an alley in Thailand or something. <laughs> well, you're not going to have service there, but you well, know, fair I enough, mean, fair I'm enough. just talking about what if you're just like on the shitter or something yeah, and you're I like just that, like, yeah. all right. Yeah. And you just let it, you just show enough to tell like you are actively shitting. Right. Well, you can tell too by the audio in the bathroom and stuff too. Yeah. It's kind of like, <laughs> it's just like reverbing and stuff. Yeah. Right. 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 Yes. You hear an occasional plop here and there. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is going lovely as yeah, expected. I love it. Welcome to the the weirdest intro we've ever done. Yeah, yeah, that was the most normal one we've ever done. This is a uh, this is all you get, folks, for football. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if I'm offended or complimented no, by the no. weirdest intro ever. I mean, I love it. It it took it's weird because it's pretty straightforward. Oh shit! Yeah. yeah, usually we and I have to apologize because Jacob said you're into football and I just like exploded. It's really pent up inside me, and I have no one else right. in my life that I can share this with. So. <laughs> <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, sir. You can hit me up about football anytime. <laughs> but we brought you on today, Sam, to talk about wedding DJing, Ooh. DJing anything, DJ stories. Uh, also, I think you have a cool backstory, right? You are from Greece. I am. Yeah, yeah. I lived in Greece most of my life. I moved here when I was uh, 17 years old. That's, yeah, that's wild. 
So <laughs> you yep. moved from Greece to like rural Montana. Yeah. I moved from a city of a million in Greece to a town of about 800 <laughs> in Troy, Montana, where maybe 30 of them have an IQ over five and maybe 10 of them have over four teeth. Sure. Um, yeah. Really sweet home Alabama type Montana, yeah, yeah. you know, but. Um, That's a great slogan for that town, Troy, where <laughs> the IQ matches the amount of teeth. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, <laughs> it's not bad. It's not bad. Anyone listening from Troy, sorry, but I mean, it's. True. I don't know if we have any listeners from Troy. I was gonna say they don't have access to. Radio. They don't have the technology, <laughs> right? <laughs> so, right. Yeah. But yeah, it was a uh, quite the adjustment. It was quite the move. I can imagine. Yeah. 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 Uh, but you're in Missoula now. I am. You get to dress up and do cool things at weddings. I do get to do that. Yes. Yep. Um, yep. How did you? How'd you get into the business? Oh, it's funny. Um. I was honestly shopping for Halloween. I was at I was I was at I was at Spirit Halloween because of course there's the plug. I was at Spirit Halloween. Not that do they need a plug? I guess they do. I don't know. So I was literally well, it'd in be there. Better with in a, October probably, but <laughs> shit. I bet they're planning for it already. In January, right, so. right. Nine months of hype. It's like a pregnancy. Yeah. So nine months of hype. You like that? Yeah. Good shit. So I literally I'm walked. So stoked <laughs> for this baby, bro. I can't wait bro, to go to Spirit. I bro, I can't. Almost baby time. <laughs> Get your pre-orders for baby. <laughs> Limited edition. <laughs> Only one made. <laughs> I heard Kanye West is featured on baby. <laughs> Jesus. But anyway, so yeah, I ended up going to Spirit Halloween um, with a girl I was dating at the time. And I just see this like, this big like roided looking dude, like wearing a Laker shirt. And I'm wearing a Laker shirt too. And he stops me. This is Ryan, right? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Yep. Yeah. I figured, can, you know. can confirm. <laughs> yeah. Can confirm. Yeah. So it's him. And uh, he looks at me and he's like, are you like one of those real Laker fans or one of those posers? And you know, me at the time, I'm scrawny. It's like, whatever. This huge guy is like intimidating. I was yeah. like, but I have a girl next to me. So I'm just like, fuck yeah, bro. What do you want to ask? You know? So he asked me all these questions about the Lakers and I answered them. And then eventually I'm like, and who the fuck are you? Right. And he's like, oh, I'm the guy that's throwing the party that you're fucking shopping for right now. And I'm like, oh, oh. I'm like, oh, here's like two, here's two free entries. Go to the party. So I go to the party. He pulls me aside at the party. He finds me, and he's like, "You got personality, all that. Have you ever thought about wedding DJing?" And I was like, "No, I don't know the first thing about it." He's like, "Well, the job is all personality. You seem to have it." He's like, "How come you come to the office? Let's do a little sit down and see what you think." End up going to the office. Um, Were you surprised when you got to the office that it wasn't actually a porn shoot? Uh, I was disappointed. <laughs> okay, um, yeah, fair, enough. <laughs> fair enough. Right, there was there were there were no there were no black couches either. I was just I like, was you know, say, yeah, yeah. I, I'll be honest for the viewers listening. Um, you guys are together right now, and the room you're in looks like there's a black couch there's, around the corner. There is a couch is. right over uh, there that there, would be there, perfect there for casting. Is. It's it's a brown couch because of the type of porn you do on that. You know, you got to mix in the color. You know, you yeah. Know, yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Exclusively anal scenes. Y you think that... You th <laughs> God, Jesus Christ. You think, they, you think they copyrighted the black couch? Damn, I mean, if they copyrighted it, they can make a lot of money by suing people. You know, they're like, they're like we're, we're, the, we're the white windowless room with black couch <laughs> porn. <laughs> can we talk about how... Also, the guy on Backroom Casting Couch is one of the creepiest guys in porn. <laughs> he well, sucks. Yeah. He's can I can I be dead honest with you? 
Yeah. You know, when I first I was just started. watching that before I got on here. That's fine. Like, we, we, we <laughs> no, talk about that. No judgment that. here. Yeah. Listen, you're not going to out weird. But his voice, Jacob. like, like uh, sometimes the person behind the camera is like, hey, what's up? How are you? And he's like, hey. <laughs> when I was like, when I was like 14 or 15, you know, like just start, just starting out my, in my masturbating career. <laughs> Just, just career, career. Yeah, yeah. You're a grizzled yeah. vet now. Yeah. Well, no, I, I think I calculated at at one time, and it was like, no, you have God. like ten thousand hours, you know, to be an expert at something. And I'm like, I'm not even an expert at masturbating until like I'm like fifty six <laughs> or something like that. I'm, a, I'm already an expert. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to do it more, Alex. I thought the backroom casting couch was real. So, oh, oh, so I, you have, to, yeah. What I you felt mean, it's, really it's weird real? because I, I felt like. I never watched those videos because I thought they were like the girls were like being taken advantage of. And I thought I was watching something. I was like, this is like the bad porn. Little did I know that's not even close to the bad porn. And no. it's like actually pretty vanilla. Um, but uh, yeah. The next thing you're going to tell me is that you, uh, you've you never came home and your stepsister had her like hands stuck in the sink. You know, like, <laughs> like, like, like. like completely realistic yeah. things here you know like stepbrother what <laughs> stepbrother what are you doing yeah you know, like, <laughs> we actually have a sketch we're going to be doing at our rescheduled bozeman show everybody sorry we yelled at you last week about buying tickets thank you to the people who did yeah rescheduled but we have a sketch where alex plays my stepdad who's stuck under the car and i have to help get him out bro what <laughs> <laughs> jesus anyway we got really derailed there sorry continue about your, i would say we uh, actually I mean, we were talking railed. about railed yeah ah, hey. solid hey yo We've had a good run of guests that could easily be our third host at this point. Uh, yeah. in the last couple of weeks. Damn, yeah, you're asking for a throuple here. Damn. Yeah. I always, I always look for my life that uh, people that can keep up, and we've had a lot of people that can keep up. So you, uh, you started wedding DJing because yes, uh, Royd Monster said you'd be good at. It. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, um, yeah. He thought I had the personality for it, and yeah, I basically came in. I did a summer, see kind of how I like it. And fast forward eight years, and here I am. Yeah, and I want to I want to give Sam props because he does the part that I don't like doing uh, about like creative stuff. Because I'm always the one that was like booking the Gingers on Ice show. I'm always the one following up, collecting money, things like that. Sam makes all the calls to people, and and he just hands me a calendar. I just show up. <laughs> like it is so nice to take that part out of the equation for me. Right. Yeah. Right, that's how right. my entire comedy career has been. Jacob yes. just tells me like a time and date and he's like, you, you will be, be here there. and you will be funny. And then I'll give you a paycheck. And I'm like, great. Yeah. All so right. it's very appreciated. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, to not have to be the one doing that all Shit, the time. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, me and Jacob have some questions for you about Ooh. wedding DJ, because I think inherently it's Hit a job me. that um, you get to see a lot of things that a lot of people don't. Yeah. You, you know, that makes, you know, it's, 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 it's amazing people watching correct me if i'm wrong you oh, know 1000 1000% it's, it's 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 arguably some of the best it's a high stress environment for a lot of people and on top of that there's usually a lot of alcohol involved so high stress <laughs> with a lot of alcohol is like you're destined to see some insane shit oh yeah so yep. um so like what's your uh what's the weirdest thing you've ever seen oh and just jumping a, in man yeah 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 weirdest thing i mean there's probably two that come to mind right away the first one was actually my first year and it was actually my second wedding that I've ever done. No, actually my first <laughs> wedding that I did solo. Because when you first start training, you know how like you go out with someone, yeah. you yep. shadow them, you watch what they do, how they make announcements, and then you kind of get like your own niche for it. Then you go out and do your thing. Well, the first wedding that I ever did solo. So ceremony goes well, cocktail, dinner, all those things. It's right before the first dances. 
And the groom comes up to me and he's like, hey, uh, Sam, I have a surprise for my bride right before the first dance. I'll be right back. I'm like, what do you mean you'll be right back? He's like, I'm going home really quick. I'm oh. like, where do you live? He's like, literally two blocks that way. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. I was like, and you forgot this on your wedding day? Okay, whatever. So I, I get on the mic and I announce, hey, the first dance is about to start. In about five to 10 minutes, uh, the bride's like, where did he go? Where did he go? She thinks that I know a secret and she's trying to pry it you out of me. You don't. You just know and he's I, gone. And I legitimately yeah. don't know. Yeah. I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm like, hey, he'll be right back. Well, you know, those 10 minutes pass. Those 10 minutes turn into 30. Oh, no. And at this point, you know, we're looking at, there's maybe like two hours left in the whole night. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm, you know, I don't know what's going on. She's like, come on, Sam. Tell me, tell me. I'm like, I legitimately don't know. 45 minutes go by oh, and God. I am just starting to be at this point. I'm like, hey, should we do some of the other dances first so we can get everything out of the way? Yep. And she's like, no, let's wait a little bit more. 15 minutes go by more, so it's an hour, and he's still not here. Oh, no. And now suddenly a couple of the groomsmen are missing as well. Oh, no. So we're like, screw it. Let's do the father-daughter dance. Let's do that dollar dance with just her. Yeah. Let's do the bouquet toss, and then let's just open it up and see what happens. Keep in mind, there's about maybe an 45 minutes left in the whole night right now. Uh, so another yeah. 115 has gone by. So we open up the dance floor. I start playing a song. I forget which one it was, but the doors open up and he comes back in and his eyes are red. He is toasted. <laughs> he is baked, bro. He is baked out of his ass. Oh no! This dude shows up. This dude shows up with like two of his groomsmen and they are just high as a kite. And he walks up to me, bro, and he's like, hey, Sam. He's like, hey, let's, uh, let's do that first dance now. <laughs> I'm looking at this dude like, motherfucker, you really want to do this? So like, I look at the bride and I'm just like, do you want to do this? And she's like, oh yeah. God, yeah. Her eyes are red. Her eyes are red because she's been crying. Hey, we have a visitor. Right, we do have a visitor. What's it's, up? It's, it's the guy, it's the guy from Spirit Halloween. Yeah. It's the guy from Spirit Halloween we're talking about. <laughs> yeah. Right. So, um, as I said, her eyes are red because she's been crying. His eyes are red because he's baked. <laughs> and they do the most uncomfortably awkward first dance I have ever seen in my life. Did you with, play the whole song? No. Okay. Solid God. 45 seconds. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the bride's family is like staring freaking daggers into this guy, bro. Oh, yeah. And then, and you think this is the worst part of the story. It's not. Right after that first dance ends, um, it's insanely awkward. Keep in mind, everyone at the wedding is hammered because of how awkward the situation is, but yep. no one wants to bring it up out loud, but you can tell kind of what's going on. Yep. So I'm like, all right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to open up the dance floor. We still, we still had like 40 minutes or whatever, right? So it's like, hey, let's just, let's just make the best out of it. So keep in mind, everyone was hammered. The first song I played at that point, I remember it was Old Time Rock and Roll by Bob Seger okay. because an old guy there had requested it earlier and I was going to play it right until the groom came up. So then we did the first dance. I start playing old time rock and roll. It is a slippery dance floor. There's about 80, if I had to guess, 80 year old man slips and falls and legitimately hits his head on the dance floor. Oh my God. And there is actual Jesus blood. Fuck. Oh no. There's no, there's, there's actual blood and you can see it. So people start like, ah. I stop the music. They call an ambulance. Yeah. Uh, no music in the background, of course. Ambulance rolls in. No, no, straight up. Ambulance rolls in, loads the guy up, uh, and then the and then the bride is just like, "All right," he's like, "That that's that's the night." Yeah, that's let's the just night. Call it. <laughs> yeah. Wait, yeah. so legitimately, the groom didn't have a surprise. His surprise was, "I'm gonna go home and get stoned for an hour." <laughs> 
his surprise was I'm going to go home and get stoned for about an hour, hour 15. Shows back. I mean, if he did have a surprise, maybe he forgot about it. I don't know. But uh, yeah, that was my first year. And after that wedding, I remember I was just like, I don't know. Yeah, because like you know, you know, like when you're first doing it, your first second wedding, that's all you can think of. You haven't had a large enough sample size. Yeah, yep. So I was like, holy shit, I don't know if I can do this. I don't know if I want to do this. This sure. was the most awkward moment of my life. But everything after that, you know, smooth sailing, and then yeah, yeah. By I the end to, of the season, you're like, ah, I wish it was more exciting. <laughs> right. <laughs> I mean, then of course I had the other one too, the Kalispell one. Yeah, the other one. I'm not sorry. That last one was a really long one. This one I'll keep it pretty short. Ah, we got time. This one I'll keep pretty short. Uh, Kalispell wedding, uh, open dance floor. Suddenly I start seeing the groom slapping another woman's ass and people making out with each other, not their boyfriends, not their girlfriends. And it ends up being that they're swingers. And I got invited to a swinger party after the wedding. I was told I was given a piece of paper with an address and saying they're all going there. And uh, yeah, so not something you expect on a wedding night. Um, Definitely... I mean, I've seen a lot of shit, but that one definitely stands out to me. You didn't go? I did not go. <laughs> I did I did not go. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I probably did miss out, but I definitely, I did not go. I was staying the night at a friend's house uh, in Kalispell, and I was like, yo, bro. I was like, yep, I'll be there. Yeah. yeah. Went, went there, passed out, but... Definitely not what you expect to see on a dance floor, you know, it was like the big days. Like you guys couldn't wait another like 20 minutes to go oh, home for real, yeah. and turn it into the swinger party. Yep. Like you guys yep. had to you do had it to in the venue. The there's like, there's like grandmas <laughs> there and shit. And it's like the grandmas were actually the swingers. No. Uh, oh, all right. But uh, yeah, that was quite interesting to say the least. Jacob, Jacob, would you have gone? That's a tough call, depending on how attractive the swingers were and also how safe the situation felt. You know, if well, it was, see, my thought is you could have, you could go, and then yeah, you can leave. That's true. You don't have to get involved. But you when are you going to get anything. this opportunity again? To at least go. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. yeah, yeah. To go to an orgy, and then you know, right. I'd probably go. I'd probably go. I'll be. I'll, I'll hype myself up. I'll go, and then I'll set two feet in there and be like, "This is not for me," and I leave. But at least I can say that I went. I think I would get right. far enough as to get naked and then I'd be unable to get hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, for sure. There's no way the, the uh, immense amount of pressure and like, uh, I would, uh, yeah, there's no way it could be. And there would be one that. super nice dude there. And he's like, bro, don't worry about it. Chill out, man. Like just <laughs> yeah. let it come. Yeah. What, yeah. What, what, yeah. what if you were just like, you have all these questions before entry, right? You're at the door. You're like, yeah. is everything happening in the same room or is it separate <laughs> rooms or yeah. uh, will there be other naked have their dudes own in the room? Sweat cloth. <laughs> <laughs> will there be a snack break? Right. <laughs> you don't have to answer this, Sam, but no, yeah, because I it didn't happen to me at all. I, I thought, you know, the whole season, like, oh, maybe like I'll meet someone and we'll fall in love. Maybe I'll get a bridesmaid's number. Nothing. None of that happened. Have you continued contact with? Anyone? I have met a lot of people on. I mean, on, on a friend level, sure. Okay. On on a friend level, I have met so many people that I'm still like some of my best friends right now. I've met through the wedding industry. That's awesome. And okay. you know, it didn't really happen my first year. Or my second year, but the more comfortable you become with it, the more I start to like leave the table and socialize. And then like, I've met, yeah, dude, I mean, and the amount of weddings that I've done from people that I've met at weddings, like, oh, we're getting married in a couple years, boom. And then I meet their friends, their friends become my friends. And then, yeah, it's, 
it's wild. The amount of people you meet is crazy. I mean, has there been early in my wedding career, you know, an occurrence with a bridesmaid after the wedding? Sure. Okay. Yes. All right. There's been that that has happened. Uh, however, I would like a job. <laughs> that is that's on my that's on my bucket list, but I also don't want to like fuck up anything, you know. I don't want somebody to like go on and give us a bad review or right, something. Right, right. Yeah. That's why that's why everything, if anything were to happen ever, it's definitely gotta be after the event is oh, over. Sure. You have packed down, you are no longer working. Yeah. And that is that. You know, because sometimes I don't know if it's happened to you yet, or like the wedding party will be like, dude, stay out, let's have a drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, let's get sure. a drink, dude. Yeah, just pack down your shit. Let's have a drink. Let's do this. Let's do that. So, yep. Yeah, stuff like that. Yep. But if if they if it were to reflect reflect oh geez, that was a sentence that didn't come out. If it were to reflect <laughs> goddamn reflect badly you on it. you guys, it would be because they would have to admit that they it would be, you know, like one star that that dick game week. <laughs> You know, and then you would, you know, you, the boss would have to be like, well, that has nothing. How was the DJing skills? And he's like, oh, he's a great DJ. He just, love you know. to see that on Google. Could you believe Jacob's it? Game bro, week, and bro. then you guys reply. And you're yeah. like, we're so sorry that you had this experience. Please reach out. And we'll, yeah, we please can. reach out to 1-800-Viagra. <laughs> <laughs> we will make sure to start slipping Viagra into Jacob's toes. But yeah, we'll have a good talk right. about him. He's going to go to classes to learn about how to make that dick game strong. But that yeah. dick game is weak. All right, Jacob. So next time you get hit up to go to an orgy, you have to go because it's, it's practice. You I'll know, do it for it's the practice. Podcast. Right there, oh. you go. Right, that's the only reason you'll do it. But yeah, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. Um, are there any songs, Sam, uh, or artists that you won't play? Nickelback. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> I mean, has it been requested? Has someone requested Nickelback, and you've gone no? Um, someone's requested Nickelback and I, uh, in quotation marks, didn't have it. Uh, but you know, there, there's been, I mean, there's been a couple of times where all troll and, you know, like sometimes when the photographers in the middle of like dancing, want to take one yeah. massive group picture, yeah. sometimes they'll have the drone flying mm -hmm. and they're like, Hey, step outside of the tent or step wherever the fuck we are outside and take a quick picture. And I'll drop like the first four seconds of Nickelback's photograph just, <laughs> just to get. Oh, I'm going to steal that. That's no, there you idea. go. Yeah. Just to get like a quick chuckle or something like that. But yep. not necessarily like an artist I, re I won't play. Just a lot of that stuff won't get requested at weddings. You know, like no sure. one's going to be like, yo, bro, can you play that brand new alien ant farm? <laughs> or like, yo, 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 bro, can you drop that system of a down really yeah. quick? <laughs> you know, I mean, there's been times, there's been times where say you're in the middle of like a hip hop block, right? And you're yep. playing like low by flow rider and like get low yeah by usher like oh, yeah. remix to ignition if you like peeing on people you know like those types right. of things yeah yeah and someone's like yo can you play before i forget by slipknot <laughs> <laughs> and, you're just, and you're just like bro no like it's gonna like fuck up the whole vibe like you you can't just go from one extreme to the other and if i ever do have to go from one extreme to the other i always get on the mic and make sure to announce that it's a request yeah you taught me that, that trick. Way, that's a good that trick. way if people get mad it's that asshole's fault yep. not this asshole's fault so yep. I've done that a couple of times. Like, hey, the next two or three are requests. Just getting them out of the way. Yep. And then, yeah, it's you like say three get them out of the way. Well, no, I'm, I'm <laughs> These paraphrasing. songs suck ass, but I they're did, not my choice. I did text him. And here comes Smooth by Santana. Yeah, that's our running joke. I texted him two weeks ago while I was at Cowboy Troy's. And I was like, it's dead here. Should I play Jeremy by Pearl Jam? <laughs> like, no. <laughs> um, so Alex doesn't get the me. joke. He doesn't know what that song is. I have. I don't know what that song is at all. Um, I don't fucking care about Pearl Jam. Uh <laughs> Damn. Talk to me specifically. <laughs> Aggressive. Talk to me specifically Somewhere, about the song. Eddie Vedder is like, I don't give a fuck about Alex D. <laughs> that would be an increase in my notoriety. 
That's if true. Eddie Vedder were to say, I don't give a fuck about you, that's more than he thinks about me now. <laughs> yeah. People are like, who's Alex Tate? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, that would be an, a bump to my uh, ego if Eddie Vedder said, I don't give a fuck about you. Uh, Seb, talk to me specifically about the song WAP. How much it's played at weddings. Jacob Jacob had mentioned that he played it quite a bit this summer, which is mind-boggling to me. I think I did like five or six times out of like 20 events. I mean, that's still 25% of weddings. If that's you think true. About it, right? Yeah. That's one in four. Um, you know, I, I also want to point out <clears throat> the fact that there is a church version of that song as well called the uh, worship and prayer, <laughs> where it says there's the Lord in this house instead of there's like some whores in this I house. Um, WAP is one of those things that for me, either the bride has to request it or if someone else requests it, I make sure to okay it with the bride. But every time I've played it at a wedding, it has been the bride's request. I, same, that's agreed. Right. That's something that happens like just late, late, late in the night when it's like all the kids are gone. Yeah. Most grandmas of the old are gone. Left, you know, yeah, there's yeah. like 30 minutes left and it turns into a freaking grind fest out yeah, there. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, seeing guys dance the WAP is hilarious, though, too, because they're out there with the girls and they're just like, you fucking with some wet ass pussy. <laughs> and they're like, all right. <laughs> I do when I'm like behind the table, I do like the honking of the big oh. truck. <laughs> right, yeah. right. Yeah. But, I mean, it, it does happen, Alex, though. That song actually gets played more than you could imagine at a wedding because at weddings, it's not most people think of like Ugh, wedding music. You're going to do Sweet Caroline. You're going to do Footloose. You're going to play Shout. And you're going to you play. And we do early in the night. Yeah. But. With about an hour, hour and a half left, it turns into a club. Like the music is all like hip hop and just dirty shit. That's usually how most weddings go. And then, and then my other music question: you you talked about you know people requesting not the vibes, but it, has it ever been the vibe for a wedding to play a twelve minute Tool song? <laughs> Uh, the longest song, shit. The only thing that comes to mind is that uh, "Paradise" by the Dashboard Lights by Meatloaf. Oh, that's yeah, a song yeah. like eight and a half yeah. minute there. Someone um, requested a Grateful Dead song once. For Grateful me, Dead. I, I did not wow. play it. <laughs> the, the most like, I guess, like the most recent story I could think of that it literally turned into nothing but like Blink One Eighty Two and Panic at the Disco oh, that's and fun. All American Rejects. Shit, dude, that's my it, wedding. Oh, right My there. Chemical Romance. It yeah. was dude right. straight up like emo hour. That's great. And I guess it's not emo. It's punk rock. Well, emo slash punk rock. A you lot know? that you named was emo. Yeah. yeah My chemical yeah. romance, panic, oh, disco, definitely straight, emo. Like straight up an hour of that. And you that was had awesome. Like, you had like a nerd wedding once, right? Like, a, Was it like a Star Wars themed wedding or something? Yes. Um, yeah. The bridal march was the Imperial March. And um, yeah. <laughs> That's it was, like, I love when people walk into the Imperial March. Imperial March because I don't think they understand that that's like the bad guys. The bad guys. Right. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, there was also another one where the bride surprised her husband uh, right before the bridal march. She put on this gigantic, they didn't put it down on the forms or anything. She just had like the standard a thousand years by the piano guys for the bridal march. Yeah. But before the wedding, she goes up and she's like, hey, I'm going to surprise him. She puts on, you know, like those inflatable dinosaur outfits. <laughs> She puts the, that inflatable dinosaur outfit on and asked to come down to the Jurassic Park theme. That's amazing. And that was hilarious. That's incredible. That was absolutely it. that was absolutely yeah. hilarious as well, yeah. If That's she gets great. divorced, have her give me a call. Right, right. <laughs> Food is one of the hidden perks oh of the goodness. wedding DJ Bro, industry. Bro, I, I probably gain 15, 20 pounds every wedding season. The food there Fair is- Fair enough. 
Yeah. It's so freaking good. I mean, you get all the free wedding cake. You get all the free incredible food by all the vendors, whether it's here in Missoula or whether it's Kalispell, Whitefish, Big Fork, you know, wherever the hell we'll go, you get the best of the best. Do you remember any specific food? Because like the best cake for me was when I did that little anniversary dinner and right. it was like in a cherry orchard and the, the filling was like flathead cherry like cream oh, filling. Oh, dude. Yep. I yep. remember That actually what comes to mind for me too. Yeah. Yeah. All that is just... Oh, all the food up there, like Whitefish, oh. Kalispell area. Amazing. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then when we're here in Missoula, too, or Alberton, you know, like Silk Road, you have like yeah. so many good catering oh, companies yeah. here. That there was only one, and it won't shock you, it was in Butte. <laughs> what? <laughs> and they had the like- The pasties suck. Yeah. Well, it was like just a noodle bar, and that's it. It was, they had <laughs> ravioli, not filled with anything, just like- Oh, or, or sorry, uh, uh, I had to be filled with like ricotta. At the no, very no, no, no. Sorry, it's the the rainbow noodles, not or not the, the rainbow, rainbow yeah. ribbon. I know what you mean. Ribbon noodles. Yeah, the little like. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. fettuccine. They look and like they an had, eight. Yeah, and they had fettuccine, and then they had Alfredo sauce or marinara, and that was the food. <laughs> Damn. Well, a lot of times too, I, I guess when people try to like you know cut money because weddings are expensive obviously oh, yeah, so when people sure. try to do like a diy as far as the taco food, bar every time taco bar is the way to go yeah. yeah there's no doubt about it but when people try to do like their own food oh my grandma's gonna make it yeah. and it's like all right well you have 150 people yep. and then dinner a takes for fucking ever <laughs> and then the food is just like meh you know but where's the know. weirdest wedding like, or certain, not the wedding, but where's the weirdest place, you know? Cause like I did a prom that was inside of a gym. <laughs> well, yeah. So I'm curious, like, I mean, there's been a lot of backyard weddings okay. that I've, that I've done and stuff, you know, weddings that aren't in venues necessarily sure. or anything like that. Uh, there's also been a lot of like dope ass play. Have you ever been to Whitefish Mountain Resort yet? No, Where the, the wedding is on top of a mountain. Like you have to take the gondola up there with all your gear. Oh, and they do the wedding, the ceremony dope. on top of the mountain. I've got to take all your gear back times. down. Right? Okay. Yeah. So I mean, weird spots. Anytime I see like a private residence, I'm just like, huh. yeah. Let's see how it is. Yeah. But yeah, I I would guess backyards are probably like the. Yeah. Yeah, I would agree. Especially although I was telling you earlier, the weirdest one I did was just in the middle of a field. There was like a one bedroom a uh, little tiny cabin and that's where everyone used the bathroom and got dressed oh and stuff. Oh my God. And then it was, dude. yeah, it was just like in a field and it was cold. It was like an October wedding, but um, that's, yeah, those are, those are always enjoyable. Sam, you've been to a lot of weddings. Too many. So you know kind of what you like and what you don't like probably in all aspects. Is, is this to the point that your wedding uh, if and whenever that does happen, it's sure. going to be, you know, you're going to know precisely what you want or you're like, <laughs> fuck it. I've seen too much. We're doing a courthouse <laughs> wedding. And then I, I just want to get it over with. Wow. That's actually a great fucking question. I have never thought of that. Holy shit. Um, I feel like if I were to have like a wedding wedding, if I had to pick one of those two options, I would probably have the wedding not 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 just a courthouse thing because I know exactly like who what I'm gonna want for food. I'm gonna know who my photographer is. I'm gonna know who the caterers are. I know who I, I know who the DJ is gonna be. Not Jacob. I'm kidding. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But I'd play yeah, smooth. It, it, I would play smooth. Oh God, yeah, yeah, smooth. The first dance, actually. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's also the this dollar dance too. You know, yeah. When I texted him, it was like a '90s throwback wedding. It's all they wanted, and I was like, I played smooth. And no one, like, it, they hated it. And Sam was like, yeah, don't ever play smooth. Yeah, I'm like, so, I'm like, no shit. I mean, I love that song. The Santana smooth, by the way. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And Rob Thomas. Featuring Rob yeah. Thomas. Yeah. Okay, th thank you for the featuring <laughs> part, dumbass. But um, 
yeah, I was like, probably not one you'll play at weddings. Although, you never know. We do end up playing weird shit. There's always those yeah. weird requests. So I've you had never it know. requested twice since you told me that. And I think I texted you both times. Oh, Someone I know. requested I know. It was requested at one of mine too. And I literally laughed. And they're like, what? <laughs> I'm just like, I'll play it. Just go away. Yeah. <laughs> like, just dance as hard as you can to justify it. Yes. So um, do you guys offer any like karaoke see that's the one aspect that here at least we're not on um we won't do the karaoke but a lot but but a lot of times but a lot of times out weddings someone's like yo bro like this girl like i I did a wedding um actually in my it was in october it was in corvallis and there was a girl there that was on uh, america's got talent yeah so you're gonna let her sing and yeah and and, you know it was a classic yo this girl can sing play shallow by lady gaga like she can do it and i'm you know the classic she's like oh i don't want to i don't want to but the second she grabs the mic you're just like holy shit you know so i could i just like lower like the the lows mid like lower the vocals a little bit it's still not the instrumental but she sung over it and it was freaking incredible but to answer your question no if it's just a flat-out karaoke like can you play an instrumental of this you know like those shitty like 8-bit instrumentals it's like no we we we, we won't do that i had one guy sing a bob seger song and he was plastered was it all-time rock and roll it wasn't i can't remember the name of it it was a really long one it was like six minutes it was a slow burn and he did pretty well, but he was... Uh, it's one of those that the bride's looking at you making the throat slash. Like, she wasn't cut in it, the room. Cut it. It was a weird... Uh, it was at... I don't even remember where it was at. She wasn't there. And I was like... It was like five minutes until I was going to leave. <laughs> and I was like, okay, everybody, this is the last song. And then the bride comes rushing in and she's like, will you stay for another hour? And I was like, why haven't you been dancing for the last 90 minutes? Hey, that's money in your pocket, though. But I did, I did stay that extra hour and I think I... I was already scheduled to be there till midnight, so I think I oh left at 1 a.m. Oh, my God. Was yeah. it far from Missoula? Yeah, it was, uh, it was up by Big Fork. Jeez. That was dude. a long night. <laughs> you got home at like 3 in the morning. Yeah, yeah. Do, yeah, I mean, that's something that people forget, you know? Like, I have to remind my friends sometimes, like, hey, by the way, you know, I did, I worked a full 40-hour week, and then I did two weddings. Um, I need to sleep. Uh, well, how do you, what's your recovery process after doing, like, a really late wedding? Sunday is a day where I don't want to talk to anyone. Yeah, yeah. I don't do shit. Because especially during the summer, you know, like I'm, you know, we're in the office, you know, Monday through Friday, there's so many bookings and you randomly have your Friday weddings and all that type of shit. So Saturday, I mean, if you get home at two in the morning, Sunday, how it usually works is I'll wake up and chug Pedialyte. Oh. I'm not necessarily like hung over or anything because I don't get drunk at weddings or anything, no, but neither. it just kind of helps like the electrolytes yeah. get going. Um, we're getting older. It's, it's yeah. amazing. It's amazing what like two beer, two craft beers does to me now. I'm like, Jesus, not in a drunk sense, but in like the day, the next day sense. I'm like, God damn. Right. Yeah. You're like dragging ass, dude. It's weird. Yeah. But yeah. yeah, Sunday is usually just wake up, Pedialyte, just chill day. McDonald's breakfast usually. Okay. There you go. <laughs> McDonald's breakfast and just relax because that's the one day that you get to chill for a little bit. Yep. Then, yep. then Monday it's right back at it. Because I mean, in a sense, like we don't necessarily really have a life during the summer. It's true. Because yeah. you know, like during, <laughs> and especially for, for me, you know, because my hours are so different than a yep. lot of my friends, as you know, because they'll be out there, they'll be working eight to five and then yep. they have the weekends off and it's like, yo, bro, let's go hang out. Yo, let's go have a beer. Yo, let's go do this. And yeah. it's like, my weekends are fucked. Yeah. I can't yeah. do shit. But, but you know, you, you trade it. I mean, you get basically, yeah, five months where you're just like, uh, 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 keep going, 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 work, work, work. And then you have like 
seven, seven, six and a half to seven months of your time freedom that you enjoy pretty well. So yeah. Yeah. Well, so it's a give and take. And Alex knows some of the details of my financials as well. <laughs> so it's definitely, uh, you know, you get paid well to work that much. Right. Like, right. Cause yeah. If you really break it down, the wedding industry, you can make so much freaking money. Because, I mean, you're going out there, and basically, what did you do when you think about it? You set some equipment up, you play fun music, yep. you get to be on a microphone and conduct an entire thing. Like Alex said, you get to people watch, it's free entertainment there. You get minimum, like, two to six hours to catch up on your podcasts, like, on the way there and back. <laughs> right, like, right. Yeah. You drink for free, you eat for free, yep. you make sure people are having a good time, you meet people, you collect a paycheck, you go home. So, I mean, in a sense, when you break it down like that, it's work, sure, because there's a lot of pressure. Like Alex said, it's a high-pressure situation. You get on the mic, suddenly 200, 300 people are looking at you. You got to tell them what to do. You're hoping all the music is good and the equipment doesn't go bad. Oh, yeah. But at the end of the day, I mean, shit, you walk out of there and you're like, damn, I just got paid for that. Yeah. You know? Everyone's like, if you do what you love, you won't work a day in your life. And this is the first job where I'm like, oh, I actually really enjoy this. Right. That was fun. That was fun. Right. Oh man, I'm trying to remember. You told me about a time where you, <laughs> it's where you played the uh, recessional too early or something, oh, and then my they like jumped God, into a prayer. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a horror story there too. Um, so basically, we have these cues with the with the officiants when they're doing yeah. their weddings. We always like to ask them what the last thing they're going to say is. So you can play the recessional. The recessional is the song that plays after the ceremony. They've already kissed. They say, I do. And everyone starts clapping. So you play like a really upbeat, fun song for Usually them to Geronimo. like- Usually <laughs> Geronimo. Jesus. For them to like walk out the aisle to, right? <laughs> bang, so, bang, bang by AJR. Bang, yeah. bang, bang. That, I mean, and that's, actually, that's actually a good last song to play yeah. of the night. Oh. I've played it a few times. I played it at yeah. uh, Cowboy Choice the other night. Someone requested Did you? Yeah. No, nice. I was just, I know Jacob's abhorrence for that band. I was, it was more of a joke. I didn't think it was going to be taken seriously. Well, <laughs> shit, fuck right. you, Jacob. But, um, <laughs> so it's my first year, but I've already done like six or seven weddings. And they had always told me to check with the efficient before you play the last song. And I was like, oh, whatever, not this time. It's always been the same. All six weddings have been the same. So they're like, you know, they do the kissing. And it's like, ladies and gentlemen, I present Mr. and Mrs. Blank. So right when you hear that cue, that's usually when the recessional plays. So I just blast Uptown Funk. <laughs> and you know, bro, that song comes in hard. You're like, boom, it's boom, 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 yep, boom, yep. boom, boom. And dude, the crowd just looks back at me. I know anyone listening can't see my eyes, but they literally just like look back and they're like, <gasps> and the official looks at me like, stop, 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 stop. I'm like, what? I'm like, so I lower it. And he's like, and now we pray. <laughs> dear heavenly father and i'm like oh my god and then the prayer ends and i have to go back into uptown Buck. Such, an, such an absolutely awkward situation dude uh, oh so uncomfortable man my horror story for my first season uh-huh. was the funeral that you had me do <laughs> look I, I asked if you're interested you took it all right i didn't make you do that that's shit. true but i want to the first time you took me out to train right uh, the venue owner was like, oh, how's the season looking? And you were like, mm, I'm going to make this kid do a funeral. <laughs> 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 and uh, it yeah. sounded interesting. And I did have yeah, an Jacob, interesting yeah, experience. I'll, I'll, I'll say, I mean, and, and the story behind that, honestly, is just... It's wild, yeah. It, it, it's wild. It was supposed to be a wedding, the... Birthday party. A, a birthday party, that's right. It was supposed to be a birthday party the year before. COVID canceled it, so it ended up turning into that. We actually had another one 
Oh. Uh, oh, that's right. We had we had another one this year that yep. it was supposed to be a wedding, but unfortunately turned into a memorial service for the groom's mother. Oh. Yeah. It's one of those where they had paid for a deposit for a wedding. The wife ended up being a skank. So he wanted to throw a party for his uh, birthday party for his mom. Yeah, just and that ended up getting rescheduled, wow. and then his mother passed away. Oh, so, the, so, so the deposit went from being a wedding deposit to an entire payment for memorial services. Oh my god! Yeah, there's there's some tragic things. That poor but guy. <laughs> He's just like what a whirlwind of two years, dude. Did yeah. I tell you though all the details of the funeral? Like this guy was like bureau chief of the associated press and oh, like wow. the former president of hearst newspapers was there uh like i was rubbing elbows with like some some uh media elites and I, then i went home and like googled his name and stuff and sure enough like he was involved in like the iran contra affair as a journalist oh like, my god all sorts of crazy shit and dude yeah you'll just never know who you see at these things too. it's true oh celebs who have celebs. you met celebs uh phil jackson so Phil Jackson, obviously Alex, the name will probably ring something to you. I know it doesn't yeah. read much to Jacob. Hey, I've seen The Last Dance. I know who Phil oh, Jackson okay. is. Okay, well, there you go. Me, Thank me, God. me, obviously being a huge Lakers fan, that was kind of Yeah, I, I preferred to... his time with the Bulls. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, yeah, yeah. Whatever. Yeah. But um, yeah, Phil Jackson was about five, six feet from me. It was his godson's wedding. That's the one that stands out to me right now. I, I mean, if I added time to think about, I could think about other like lower level celebrities, but sure. like Phil Jackson was the guy. And you know, everyone is at this wedding. Like, can we go up and take a picture with him? Do we shake his hand, yeah. or do we just leave him alone because he's literally just hanging out with family and wants to get away from everything? Which that's what happened for most of the night till people got drunk and then yeah went up took pictures with Phil. But yeah, yeah, Phil Jackson. <laughs> that's good. I think the biggest celebrity I've met was the uh, the funeral you did. <laughs> yeah, the, the president of distribution for eight oh five beer in Southern California. No, oh. because I was like, where are you from? Trying to make you know small talk with the groom. Right, and he was like, uh, California. I was like, oh, I lived there for a bit. Eight oh five. I saw it at the. Uh, you know, I saw the bartenders and he was like, actually, I run the distribution chain. And then he proceeded to tell me like where it goes. And oh, I got, oh, you know, he was stoked. Oh, he, yeah, absolutely. He was sto and he has the story memorized exactly. If anyone asks me what it is, here's A, B, C, D, E, yeah, F, G. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the problem was I really didn't care. <laughs> well, that's usually how it goes, though. That's usually how it goes. Sam, is there anything you thought of over that you want to share or uh, anything i'll end with this a lot of people think as w of wedding djs as basically eh, some asshole can just sit back there press play and do and, and do what it is it's a lot it's super fun it's a super fun industry to be in the money is good um yeah it's it's, it's a fun job so alex uh -uh, if you're in missoula uh -uh. we'll see Alex we'll was this. one of those what people a sudden call. i got hired he was like what do you do you just show up and play music and i was like uh-uh about 50% of them, you're the wedding planner the minute oh, you show well, up. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, you're, you're running the entire show. Yeah, That's yeah. what people like don't understand. That's like, what I was surprised too when you took me out for my first wedding. I didn't really, I, I don't know. I don't, none of my friends are getting married. I don't know if I just like hang out with a bunch of incels or something, <laughs> but I've only yes. been to like three or four <laughs> weddings in my entire life leading up to last season. And oh, so, dude, I had never been to a wedding. Yeah, there you I go. had never been to a wedding until I went out to my first wedding the train. And I was like, what? Because, dude, you got to remember, I grew up in Greece where weddings are entirely different. They're big traditions. <laughs> <laughs> traditions are so entirely different that when I moved here and I saw how things are, because I was used at weddings, they throw rice at people, they break plates, oh, sure. they throw flowers. Yeah. 
And here I was like, what the hell is a dollar dance? What is a bouquet toss? Have what you is seen a garter anyone toss? tie a large knot? Because I have. I have. <laughs> I have. I it's have. It's so stupid. They got like a big knot out and they just both yanked them on end. I mean, dude, the dumbest thing I think that's a thing is the garter auction. Have you seen a garter auction? Oh, they auction off the they garter. They auction after off the, the garter, oh, dude. No, I have and not it, seen that. Oh, it yeah. is so it is so dumb, bro. Oh. I mean, it's 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 definitely it's it's outdated now, so it doesn't happen as often. Kind of like the dollar dance. It's starting yeah. it's starting to become pretty outdated. Yeah. But uh yeah. If you ever, if you're ever at a wedding that they're auctioning off the garter, just get up and leave because it's stupid. Did you? I had one couple, same couple actually. They had like a run of like four props that they did. Uh, they did like a purity cleanse and like the efficient, like poured water over their hands. Co- and, COVID era. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and they like washed their hands together, and I was like, and then they did like a traditional like Irish poem or something like that. I mean, it oh, was, I've seen those. Yeah, yeah, I've definitely. Definitely seen those, but yeah. honestly, like the more personal the uh, the wedding, sometimes the more fun it is. Like, I mean, yeah, and, and like it, it's funny too because like you all, I've done weddings that are like 50, 60 people, yeah, that have been way more fun than weddings for like 300, 350 it people. Is. You get yeah. to know people throughout the yeah, night, you, yeah, and, you get to yeah. know people and they just turn up, you know, 300 people, just like yeah. you'd, you'd expect it to be a way more fun of a dance party, but sometimes the smaller weddings are way more fun. It's weird how that works. Last question from me. Cause it happened to me. I, there was a woman I went on, I think a single date with when I was in college and I ended up DJing her wedding last summer. Has that happened to you? Yes. Um, uh, that has happened. And I've also DJed, uh, the same woman's wedding twice. Nice. That has definitely <laughs> okay. happened. Awesome. That has definitely happened. Yeah. I mean, I should, you got to remember I've been doing it eight years though. Fair enough. So, I mean, that's that, honestly, I mean, the, yeah. divor- the divorce rate is about 54% right now. Okay. So odds are you will also DJ the same person's wedding yeah. twice. Okay. I mean, maybe even this year. Who knows? Who you know? knows? Yeah. Hey, two, two for two. Someone got married last year and divorced and, and found the next person. Like, Can we have Jacob again? This. Yeah. <laughs> I am so excited to, you know, because I go online sometimes and look at the reviews and it's like, Briggs did great. Caden did great. And there have been people whose weddings I did. And they gave us five stars. They but they didn't write say my your name. name. Yeah, yeah, right, exactly. So I right. am excited to finally get that. Like, oh yeah, Jacob was great. So oh yeah. Hopefully this season we'll see. Yeah, yeah, absolutely, man. It's gonna happen. I mean, it's 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 gonna happen. It's a natural progression. Even like my first year too, it was a lot of that because I would check Wedding Wire. Because oh, back then, actually, I haven't checked Wedding Because back then, actually, with Wedding Wire, we were getting fifty bucks a review. Oh. So it was an incentive to try to get out yeah, and, get, yeah. and, get, and get a review. But yeah, Wedding Wire is where most of our reviews are. Oh, well, oh, yeah. I'll look on Wedding Wire. Where have you been checking? Google? Yeah. Just yeah. Google. Well, Google was like pretty recent that we're pushing, which sounds completely outdated. But right. um, yeah, yep. Wedding Wire is where it's at for us. Nice. Review wise. There's over 600 reviews there. No shit. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I know what I'm doing later. <laughs> yeah. You have to check that out. You have to check that out. All right, Alex, you got any anything else you want to know from Sam? No, man. This was great. This was exactly what we we hoped this would be. Yeah, it's a it's a fun job. It seems it's an interesting job, you know, that uh, not a lot of people get a lot of insight into. And so, great. Fantastic. Right. There's a little behind the scenes for you. I'd appreciate you guys having me on, man. This was super fun. Thank you. Yeah, Is that was awesome. Anywhere you want people to follow you, anything you want people to check out? You know, I, I'm not a self-promoter, but... Okay, fair enough. Yeah, Instagram, s.dacios. <laughs> no, 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 no. Not going to promote myself, but... Uh, you can. That's what the end of the podcast is for. Well, Sam Dacios, if you guys want to check out the Instagram, I usually post uh, sport. I, I, You know, I keep the business stuff on the business page. It's true, yeah. I keep the business yeah. stuff on the business page, and then my personal one, I'm usually just ranting about sports, but, you know. Um, so, Alex, you'll enjoy it. Um, so, yeah. 
Yeah, s.dacios. That's my Instagram, D-A-S-I-O-S. And I appreciate everyone for tuning in. Thanks for uh, thanks for being on here with us, Sam. Yes, sir. Appreciate you guys. Have a good one. You too. Bye. 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 Ginger on Ginger is brought to you by Montana Divorce DJs. Getting a divorce and need a soundtrack? Call Montana Divorce DJs today. 